0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host Michelle and I am super happy to be here and as always I appreciate you. Today is the last day of January. I cannot believe how fast this went and in this episode, I'm doing this little bonus episode and I'm going to do like a little mini rant in here because as a Disney fan and a Disney connoisseur, I have a lot of thoughts about what's going on and I want to share it and I wanted to put it separate than having it in the front of an actual episode so that if you don't want to listen to my rant, you don't have to. So let's talk about things that are happening. So we know that this is dedicated to Disneyland because that is my passion, but I am very sensitive to everything Disney. And I do watch Disney World quite a bit because it is the you know sister to Disneyland. It is a significant theme park. It's huge, I, you know, I wanna go there someday. It, you know, they, they uh, feed off of each other. And so I pay very close attention and all the changes and all the progression that Disney World is making, I'm paying attention because I'm anticipating the same process or rollout or rules or guidelines to follow in California if and when Disneyland ever opens. But I also listen to podcasts, I read articles, I do a lot of things to understand watch YouTube as well to understand the impacts of the changes that are happening and people's opinions and so this is where my rant is coming in I'm feeling very passionate and I want to just express myself so here's the thing Disneyland is not open because the state of California is really high on the COVID numbers and that is understandable disappointing i mean i love disneyland i'm so anxious to get back there as are many 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 other people but it's not safe and so disney has been trying to follow the guidelines i should say trying they are succeeding and doing it very well in following the state guidelines and first we got downtown disney opened up and um, then some restaurants opened up where you could eat inside and then the shelter in place order came back to the state of california so those got shut again we had buena Vista street open up in dca so you could at least get into a theme park and watching people on youtube you know get emotional and and feel like oh i'm back and all of that was just so moving because i could feel that emotion through them. I, I know what that would feel like. In fact, as I'm saying this right now, I get a little goosebumpy because I am so passionate about Disneyland and I know I will feel the same way. But over in Disney World, they're going through some things over there as well. So they opened up a while back, I think in July, I believe, where they did their phased approach, and first it was, you know, just lower capacity for each of the theme parks. There was no park hopping, um, and then they slowly have been, you know, uh, increasing that capacity. And the theme parks are are busy. People are anxious and wanting to go to Disney World, and and that's being proven by their their attendance numbers. And I follow some folks. Um, and I'm just going to give them a shout out because I listen to them so much. So I follow the Diz, the Diz Unplugged. So if you haven't listened to them and if you're interested in hearing about all things Disney from another podcast, they are a really great source. They they do so many things um, from you know, they have a YouTube channel plus their podcast. They go to the theme parks. They have wonderful videos and content and discussions. And they're um, also the Dreams Unlimited Travel Agency. So they just got so many things going on. And I, I really do respect them as an organization. And I listen to them, and I like to get their thoughts. And they share what's going on. And so I know that you know they're. As expected, many of them who live right next to Disney World were apprehensive to get back into the parks, and slowly they're doing that. Some have been a lot more than others, and they take great videos of their times there, and they really give you a good sense of what does it look like from a, um, from an attendance perspective and people wearing masks, and they talk about that, about people who, you know, don't follow the rules and the cast member involvement from cast members who call them out and just the whole nine yards. So I know that there's a lot of, um, you know, it's a process, right? It's a process for everyone who's human to get comfortable with going back into the theme parks and eating and experiencing and even the dining locations. Some of them are not quite where they were before and things are modified and some of the favorites that they've had maybe aren't there now. And so like this whole thing is just evolving day by day but in addition to the the capacity and all of those things and not all resorts are open at Disney World and so that's a process as well they're making changes over at Disney World things that in some cases on the surface maybe don't make a lot of sense and I'll give you an example So there's a thing called the Magical Express, and that is a giant bus, like one of those really nice, big passenger buses that was part of the service. If you stayed on property over at Disney World, you could sign up for the Magical Express. And from what I understand... The whole process was handled way back when you like loaded onto the airplane in that your luggage went directly to the Magical Express area. So you just basically got off of the airplane, went over in Florida, um, I believe the airport is MCO, you went over there to the Magical Express area, checked in, and went to the line or the area to load to the appropriate bus for the resort in which you were staying and your luggage was taken care of so it was like this fluid process and this was all paid for or all part of the of you staying on property and then you loaded on the bus of course and then you got to your destination um what i am learning is that that there well disney put out a a communication that they were going to finish out the year with that service and then they were going to cancel that. It was no longer going to be available and that is causing some angst for some folks. Now, I am going to be the first to admit it. I've never been to Disney World. I've never used that service. It sounded great. I've heard people on YouTube, I've watched a lot of videos where people really liked it, but well, one of the things or one of the in conversations because there was a lot of emotion and reaction to that announcement i've heard a lot of different sides to the story and here's where this rant is going to start coming in so there are people who are very upset about it and who feel very strongly that this was a service a perk um something very positive about staying on property and for it to go away was a really crappy move on Disney's part because how dare they take away something that was a perk. Like that's not a good business move. And here's where my, here's where my passion comes in. I feel like Disney has a proven successful business model. They seem to understand how to make money while making magic. They've done it over and over again. And we as consumers of their products and services seem to be okay with giving Disney our money since we do it all the time. And so for them to do away with this service that is free and that was a perk and that people really enjoyed there had to be something behind it because it doesn't make business sense to take away something that is successful if it's not really successful underneath so what i've heard in these discussions and i've not talked to disney myself so you know just keep that in mind but what i've heard is that it was starting to dwindle in popularity and that people were using other forms of transportation, such as Uber or Lyft or whatever. Disney also had a service pre-COVID, the minivans, like, you know, it's a play on words, like the Minnie Mouse looking vans, but it was an actual minivan. And you could take that as a direct shot from the airport to your... Resort, but it was like a hundred and fifty dollars each way But so what i'm hearing is that it this magical express is not as popular as it was and people were using other transportation that to me says It has to be expensive to run these very big buses Multiple big buses like this isn't a single bus. This is multiple because Disney World is extremely, extremely popular and crowded. And to be efficient, you have to have the buses going to some sort of organized approach to getting to those resorts. So it had to be a pretty big expense for them to throw it in for free. And yes, I understand it was a perk for staying on property, which is not cheap, but it still is a huge expense. And if people are starting to pull away from it I can see that from a financial perspective, the scale starts to tip where it's not as beneficial. Additionally, I have heard people say as a counter to those who love the Magical Express that it's it takes a long time. That whole process of getting over to that area, checking in and waiting is a long time. And some people have said, I... Wish I, I mean, it takes so long. I just want to get into a moving vehicle and get to Disney World now. And I can only imagine in my head if I am flying from Arizona to Florida and I have arrived and it's a long flight, I too would want to get to my resort right now now i am a disney nerd and i love all things disney and i can't imagine how fun and exciting it would be on this big bus and i understand like they have movies playing and you know everybody in there is like you know your people right they're all disney people and everybody's excited or whatever or at least in my mind they are and so that would be fun i i am i I'm disappointed that I may not get to experience that. But I do understand the desire to get there now. And would I spend $150 for a minivan? I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said I wouldn't do it once because its it looks like Minnie Mouse and it is Disney. So, I mean, I just can't lie to you about it. I would definitely do it once. But as a general rule, if I was going to Disney World on the regular, I would probably take an Uber as well if I wasn't renting a car. So I understand that. But here's where my problem is. And this could make people mad who are Disney World fans, but I have to be honest. Disney is a business who is losing money every single day. Are they losing money like they were when they were shut down? No. But if you look at I mean, I don't even have their financial statements in front of me, but I know from hearing this and reading it, if you look at the the amount of money that was coming into the Disney Corporation via theme parks pre-COVID and what it looks like now, they are losing money. And any financial person worth anything is going to have to look at those line items and determine what makes sense. And as a person who works in corporate America, it's very logical to me that there are some expenses that you take as a hit because you get returns elsewhere, you know, in spades. Like it's worth this hit because it does many things. There are other expenses that are just losing Money, it's a losing proposition and you just have to make adjustments and I have never known Disney to not put their business model in play and so my opinion and my approach is to say logically there has to be a good reason it must be losing money or there's a lot of you know, rumblings and rumors that there's something else coming in its place. There has to be a good reason. So I guess I'm not that bothered that this is going away. Take it with a grain of salt. I've not used it, but as a general rule, there has to be a great reason for it. So I'm not that upset about it. The additional thing that's not that was that was in that announcement was extra hours like where you could go for a period of time after the park closed for an additional amount so like it was a minimal or a reduced capacity and they're doing away with that i kind of get that and the reason that i understand that for me is because again i go back to the finances disney is not bringing in the same amount of money, you know, so many cast members were laid off in the summertime, and and we should talk about that too. Um, So many cast members were laid off, and so, you know, they have to scale back how many people are working, and it takes a lot of people to make the park work, and even though there may not be as many people in the park, you still have to have all those people working to make what is open, that same level of magic. So you have to have the dining locations that are open, working, available, food, efficient, all of that. You have to have the rides that are open, operable, right? You have to have safety and security and organization and getting people on and off the attraction. So it takes a cast of characters, pun intended, to make this happen. So I don't really have a problem with doing away with something like that right now. And I feel very confident that there isn't, it makes good sense to me that these are, fingers crossed, temporary times, and that these things will be adjusted and put back to normal, and maybe even new and exciting things will happen because I do honestly believe from the bottom of my heart That when something like this happens, good comes out of it. We learn new and different ways to do things out of desperation, out of necessity, whatever. And those things can often be better than maybe what we had before or a variation, a hybrid, whatever, but something good comes of it. So I do anticipate once, you know, the skies open and COVID, you know, burns in hell, we can have something back to a new normal but a positive new normal like sometimes that sounds that that term new normal sounds like not i don't know, doesn't sound as positive but i i'm looking at it as a positive so i understand their moves i understand what they're trying to do from a financial perspective i'm also a consumer of all things disney and i understand that things sometimes have to change and they have to have They have to make financial adjustments because that's what they do. That's what Disney does every day and has done forever is what I said at the top of this podcast episode. They somehow continue to make money while making magic or make magic while making money. However you wanna say it, they seem to do both those things very, very well. And I am very much okay with giving them their giving them my money as I've done many times. Now let's talk about the cast members. Since I am a Disneyland fan and I know that it is so expensive to live in California and the money that you make as a cast member as like an everyday part-time full-time cast member I, I mean I cannot do the math. Like that is such an expensive place to live. I am not minimum wage paid. I am a corporate person. I have a corporate career and I cannot wrap my mind around I lived in Irvine and it was very expensive. It was worth it to me to be close to Disneyland, but it took a lot of, I mean, it was a, it, It was a budget buster, so I can't even imagine making minimum wage and trying to make that so when, you know, when Disneyland closed and all of these people lost their jobs, that was horrible and that they had to go and find other, you know, means of income and that is so heart-wrenching. It just breaks my heart and I understand Disney furloughed folks for a long period of time, which meant that they were still paying their health care or benefits or whatever they originally were doing based on that person's full-time, part-time, whatever circumstances. They still carried them as long as they could, paying those financial things you know, for that employee, which is very, very commendable and is what I love about Disney is they didn't just say peace out cast members you're on your own they tried to carry this as long as they could and then you get to a point where again financially you get to a point where it doesn't make financial sense and at the end of the day no matter how much you love Disney and I love it too it's still a business and they have to make money or they have to stop the bleeding they have to cut where necessary and unfortunately that was cast members but it's logical to me because the park isn't open and people who didn't get that logic was that was really upsetting to me like I'm not taking away from the 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 sadness and the the concern and empathy I have for the cast members because I do and I want to bring them all to my house and all of that but from a business perspective I completely get it now we're going to move into the newest development at Disneyland, which is doing away with the annual pass program. I cannot fathom how upset people got over that announcement. I just feel sometimes that people are not looking at this scenario logically or from a business perspective. So logically, if the park is not open, I cannot use my annual pass. That makes the annual pass worthless. And why would I pay for something? And I know they stopped people from paying for it. So, but why would I have something? Why would I want something that isn't even useful at this moment? And knowing how Disney World opened up, knowing that it was a phased approach and it was a reservation system and they had tiers of people who could reserve space at a single theme park on a certain day. If you were on property, you got first crack. Then if you were, you know, an annual pass holder, you got like second crack. And if you already had a ticket, you got third. And then if you didn't have a ticket, for a period of time they weren't selling any Then they were i mean it was like this whole tiered thing so to me it's logical that they're going to introduce some sort of process like that if not exactly the same altered in some way for disneyland when disneyland opens so having an annual pass may give you a leg up to those who like already had a ticket in their possession Um, that they were planning to use like a single day or multi-day ticket but you know not an annual pass if you already had an annual pass it may give you a leg up and i get that but the whole process has to change it just has to change it changed over in disney world so it has to change at disneyland so they can efficiently get folks you know on property and in the theme park so it just makes sense to me that That program is not effective any longer. It doesn't fit the new model that Disney will have to go to. But once again, the sky's open, I imagine that we will see something very similar. I can also imagine, this is me speculating, but I'm going to go with my guess. Once they opened Buena Vista Street, and then if you take it even earlier than that, they opened downtown Disney. People flocked there because people are excited and anxious to get back on property. So once they open up Disneyland and DCA, it's going to be crowded. I th- Originally, back in the summer, I said, ah, maybe people will stay away from the crowds a little bit like they did when Galaxy's Edge opened up. But I'm not feeling that now having watched people's reaction to having downtown Disney and Buena Vista street open. I feel like people are going to flock there pretty quickly, especially since we're starting to sneak into some of Disneyland's most popular times. So like the summer, well, let me back up. We have like president's day coming up, which I don't think Disneyland will be open by then. We have spring break on the heels of that. I don't think it'll be open by then, but maybe closer to understanding. Then summer comes, that's super crowded. And then, shoot, then we're back to the most crowded time, which is through the fall and winter season. So I can only imagine that it's gonna be really crowded. So I'm not upset about the program going away. I just think... People would be, would probably bring their blood pressure down a little bit if they just try to remember that Disney has been stellar through this COVID um, disaster. They have done so many great things for communities. Like, for example, Disneyland opened up the parking lot to be a super site for vaccines, they followed all the restrictions. And guidelines they've tried to bring people um, you know try to still deliver the magic the best they can under their restrictions they've been did the same thing over in Florida they really try to do the best they can I mean I've heard stories of like cruise lines and you know when people had to cancel their reservations on in the theme parks and all the things that Disney did the discounts they offered the uh, refunds, the cancellation policy that they adjusted. I really feel like Disney has done the best that any corporation could do in the circumstances. And I do think that they deserve a little credit for having to make adjustments. And I will also say, I do think it's unfair to assume certain things certain ill intent without understanding maybe the financials or reason behind it. So just to be more specific, some people have been very vocal about, ah, this is just Disney's way of taking more things away, taking things away, but still charging us the same amount of money, you know, just real negative about some of these changes. And I think that's unfair. I think unless you're looking at their financial report and unless you understand where their dollars are spent and how they're spent and how much it costs to do a product or service versus how much money they get for that product or service, you really shouldn't speak on that because you just don't know. Like you shouldn't assume that it's a negative thing unless you're looking at the financials. And when Disney comes out and says, we're doing this and we're doing that, i think a true logical approach and true fan has to look at it like there's got to be a reason here and i don't know all the ins and outs and i have to trust there's a good reason now i want to be fair do i get mad at certain things when things change or things cost more money or this got elevated or this got taken away or this you know price inflated? Sure. I mean, Disney doesn't do everything I want them to do. And I wish they would call me and consult with me. But as of right now, they haven't. So I get disappointed and frustrated and everybody has the right to have an emotion. I just think that we should be more sensitive when we have a platform and not be so quick to assume that we know exactly why somebody would do something and that they're They're screwing us some way. And I mean, I guess if you feel like you're being screwed, then maybe that's not, you know, you shouldn't put your money or time towards them. And I do feel like people who have vested their time and maybe made a career out of Disney have a tendency to feel entitled. Like I've, you know, I've built my career. I've spent so much time, you know, promoting and supporting and encouraging people to, you know taken the magic and I'm entitled to my opinion and everybody of course is entitled to one but I do think that you just have to look at both sides or you have to try to look at both sides so there's my big rant I know I've gone on for a while but I just felt like I needed to get that out and I felt like as a Disney fan I needed to say what I how I felt I needed to express that where I'm sitting right now I still love Disney they can make all the changes they feel they need to. I will take them in. I may not agree with all of them. Chances are I'm gonna dislike some, but I still love Disney and I am a corporate person, so I understand that there's some corporate, financial, budgeting things that are going on behind the scenes that I don't see, but I know they're there, so I get it. I still think Disney is the one of the best companies ever, I still think they've done so many great things during this pandemic, and they've tried very hard to treat everyone well, as best as they could do, given the circumstances. And I, if I didn't love them already, I love them more. My heart hurts for people who are not back to working for Disney, who've had to move on to some other things, who possibly have you know, ran into financial ruin, bankruptcy, whatever, because their job was taken away and, you know, their expertise isn't available because theme parks are closed or whatever. My heart hurts for them. For corporate folks who have, you know, who work in that element, I feel sorry for them as well because they too have, have had a financial hit to them and their families for the state of California the high high number of covid cases is so much more important than going to disneyland as much as i want to be at disneyland human you know humanity and health is so much more important and i i just really want this covid to go away and people to be healthy and feel like well not just feel but be able to go out and and do things again in a safe environment and if that means for you that you want to go to Disneyland, then I want you to be able to do that or wherever it is or whatever it is that you do. So I want Disneyland to open like anyone else, but I am just trying to practice patience. And something for me personally, and it impacts this podcast, is I love Disneyland so much that sometimes I cannot keep watching videos and reading articles about it because it makes me miss it more. I go through like a wave like one like maybe one week I'm like soaking it all in and I'm watching videos of people who are at Disney World and downtown Disney and you know I'm like oh my gosh living vicariously through them and I'm loving every second of it and watching what they're eating and I have all these emotions and I love it then the next minute i'm like oh my god i'm so sad it makes me want to be there and it makes me sad and maybe i just need to turn off the tv or turn off you know the podcast so that i you know could just take a break from it because i genuinely miss it you cannot see me but if you did you would know that my nose is burning as i say this because i will be that fan who walks on property after all this time and gets emotional. I'm emotional talking about it. I will be emotional being there because I love it so much. So with that, I'm going to end this rant. You know, I always loved to hear from people. Like, This is such an interesting medium, media, medium, I talk to you, but I want to hear from you. So I encourage you to go out to my website at Disneylanddevota.com. I'll put a, a post out there. I'd love to get your feedback. Tell me what you're thinking. I know I was really opinionated, but I respect all opinions. So if you disagree with me, I'm okay with that. If you agree with me, that's okay too. I'd love to get your opinion. So again, go to Disneyland.com. No, yes, do go there too, but go to DisneylandDevoted.com and let's start this conversation. I really want to promote that website because I feel like I can interact with you in my own little space um, because that is like my space and I want to build it up and I want to have a, a nice location for Disneyland devoted listeners to interact so with that um i do wish that you all are having a very um, wonderful weekend i hope you stay safe and healthy this coming week and disneylandavota.com if you want to send me an email directly love to get emails you can reach me at michelle at disneylanddevoted.com and that's m-i-c-h-e-l-l-e at disneylanddevoted.com. I also have links to email on my website so you can find all of that there. Um, So I think I covered everything and so until next time, bye!